side with a candle burning in her eye. But in my tombstone when I go, just put death by rock and roll. Welcome back to Winning Force Podcast, best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. Yikers. Good God. I'm not in the mood of podcast today. Uh, this is one of those days, you know, no matter what job you get, you have, no matter where you're, what you're doing, where you're going, it's a hard day. It's a tough day. It's one of those days that you just got to get through. More on that a little bit later on. I got a video game podcast for you. We're going to spend maybe 30, 40 minutes here. Then we're just going to peace out. I'm not 100. Not at 100%. Bear with me. We'll keep it rolling. I love this song. Amy shot and killed a man with a gun too heavy in her hand. My tombstone when I go, just put death by rock and roll. Awesome song by the great and indomitable Pretty Reckless. Hold on. Hold on. I finally made it back home after I don't want to talk about it <laughs> uh, after many 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 hours on the road I'm finally back home after traveling from Texas to Florida these last couple of days I definitely shouldn't have scheduled a podcast for Saturday but I saw my opening I took it I'm back in Florida Safe and sound. Uh, the streets were still very icy on highways that I would normally be driving at like 70 miles an hour. I drove at like 50. It was not a very fun experience. I don't recommend that at all. I have a gigantic. Hold on. I got to take like off all of my clothes. This is like the benefit of recording a podcast at your, you know, like not at like a business profession or a business setting or in an office, but like at your house benefit is I get to like take off my clothes randomly. <clears throat> and I never have to explain that at all to like anybody, but I have like this massive migraine that I'm, uh, that I'm like, that I have right now. I've had headaches my entire life. And it's like, I know how to deal with this headache. Like, I just have to take a hot shower and I'll be fine, I think. But it's like, it's not one of those headaches where you, you know, where you, when you're hungry or whatever, it's just, it's a migraine. It, it fucking sucks. It's one of the reasons why I just don't drink anymore to avoid having hangovers. Goodness gracious, because I'm just like, I just hate this. I hate feeling like this. So it's like, I just stayed, stayed up. It's like midnight right now. 11 o'clock Central Standard Time. It's like midnight. Stayed up all day reading Anna Karina all night. Trying to get caught up. I'm behind. Hundreds of pages behind. Gotta finish it. 
Gotta finish it. I've been putting it off way too long. I'm going to finish it hopefully by Friday or Saturday of next week. We'll see. So, yeah, if I'm not 100%, that's why I'm hold like I have this fucking massive headache. But I, and I was like, I shit you not, I like not a lot of things keep me from podcasting. Like there was um, about a month ago I took, I missed like one day and that was like a big deal for me because it was like one day out of hundreds of days that I had shown up, you know? And it's like, I shit you not, today was one of those days where I'm just like, wow, I feel like shit. But it was also one of those days where it's like, I got to fucking power through it. You know? So yeah, if I'm not 100, if, if this isn't necessarily in the upper echelon I apologize when it comes to podcasts, like the upper echelon in my podcast. I I apologize. I'm not, once again, 100%. And it's like the more I talk, the worse my headache gets. Hold on. I got to get my journal. (coughs) Hold on. So, yeah, um, that's that's kind of the gist of... um, you know, of this podcast and stuff like that. Like, I was going to play video games and talk about video games and things of that nature. I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to play video games. I'm just going to talk about video games. It's more me just kind of bitching about Cyberpunk 2077, which, I mean, it's kind of gone in, like, it, it, like we've we've done, we, we've seen thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people react negative to, negatively to the game. I'm going to add in my two cents, and then I'm going to peace out. I'm not the type of person to just bag on something, you know, when everybody's bagged on it, it seems incredibly repetitive because I probably can't offer any more nuance to the situation. Um, Before that, I was reading today, let me turn on my lights because, and like having light makes the headache even worse. I was like reading Anna Karenna today, trying to get caught up. And, um, you know, since I'm home, now, uh, all of the vinyl that I had ordered within the, like the last couple of months, some of it had come in, um, other has not like folklore, for example, I have no idea where that is. Um, I think they lost my juice world album, uh, album, excuse me, legends never die. It was, it was literally mailed from the United States and, um, <clears throat> and, um, and it's taken like a month to get here, which it's like the USPS, the United States Postal Service, literally at the latest will take like a week. And it's like, all right, something's up. It was literally shipped out last month in January, on January 15th. It's the 20th of February. I'm giving this package like one more to two more days because of the weather. Like, I think it was like, I, I mean, like it, it should be here right now, but I'm giving him like a couple more days. I'm giving whoever shipped it out a couple more days. Before I just like demand a refund and then just either buy the album from somewhere else or just like <clears throat> or just um, not buy it at all. I, I want to hear the album from Juice World, but I like there's plenty of other ways, plenty of other cheaper ways to buy it or not buy it, but like to listen to the album um, than buy vinyl because vinyl is like considering how much vinyl I buy, it's like like it is starting to get kind of expensive. Mm. I'm literally holding up like a can of Arizona. What is this? Light lemonade. 
it's like light strawberry lemonade if you're you know familiar with the Arizona brand I'm holding like a can of ice cold lemonade to my head to try and like mitigate the headache that's how like bad it is I do want to talk about death by rock and roll for a couple of minutes if I may once again reading Anna Corinna sitting by my homemade desk that I made out of you know some bits and pieces of Ikea furniture <clears throat> that I put next to my window and I have like pictures of my family and drawings and stuff like that um, on the wall next to it it's a pretty great and sacred spot in my um, it's one of my favorite places ever it's like I was reading Anna Karina and listening to Death by Rock and Roll and I was listening to one of the final songs the final two songs of the album because I had finally gotten to the end Rock and Roll Heaven and Harley Darling I think I've played both of those songs. I think I played one of those songs on the podcast. It was probably Rock and Roll Heaven. You're going to hear a lot of Pretty Reckless, by the way, in the next couple of days. Like, I'm not even going to be bashful about it. You will hear more of that album, Death by Rock and Roll, in the coming days. Because it's fucking awesome. So I was reading the book and listening to the music, and... I was just enjoying life, man, enjoying the simplest of things. And, you know, I was listening to the to the album and reading the book. And I was like, you know, I'm just enjoying life, man. I'm enjoying an awesome book next to a, a, you know, a nice sunny day down in Florida. Listening to an awesome album. And I'm telling you, man, I always say this, like, like, it's weird. Like, as an adult, it's it's, you know, it's. It is, like, as an adult, you, you kind of, like, learn how to recognize and appreciate the small things. And I kind of had this, like, thought today. I was like, you know, <clears throat> what is it? The best things in life are usually the things that don't cost the most money. And it's like, the album was, like, $28. The book was, like, $11 at Barnes & Nobles. And the record player was, like, 40 at Walmart. So, I mean, you know, just a thought. I had a really awesome day besides, like, the end of the day, to be honest with you. I'm watching Gundam Wing Season 2. If you've seen Gundam Wing, like, if you've seen, I've seen the series probably, the entire series. So that's, like, 50 episodes of, like, a 20, 20, 50, 20-minute 20 anime episodes. I've seen, like, all of it twice, probably. Except for when Hito and um, Troa Barton fight uh, Zex Marquis in Antarctica. That's like the only saga that I haven't seen. And there's a lot of reasons for it. Like on YouTube, that like saga is kind of copyrighted. <clears throat> if you try to like, like if you tried to find it a couple of years ago, I couldn't find it. It was always copyrighted. I know that they've released the entire series for free on YouTube via the Japanese dub. I think, to be honest with you, the English actors do a fantastic job. And they do such a, a good enough job that I would be like, I would prefer watching the... Jap not the Japanese, the English dub over the Japanese sub. Or Japanese dub with the English sub. But yeah, I kind of skipped ahead because I started from the first season, from the first episode where Hiro Yui meets Relina Peacecraft all the way to like the second to the start of the second season like I just skipped all the way from that episode I was actually a couple of episodes in I skipped like all the way from that episode to um to the from the start of Gundam Wing to like the second half of the series which 
is kind of when things start to pick up and really, really start to hit their stride, in my opinion, with the anime. It takes a little while, but it does. So, I, I've probably listened to multiple songs on Death by Rock and Roll multiple times. I've listened to 25, um, Turning Gold, Rock and Roll Heaven, Harley Darling, um, Death by Rock and Roll, and like a couple of other songs like multiple times. And yes, we're going to talk about the album. This album, I said like, I think on Thursday or Friday or something like that, I was like, I think this album is probably going to be my favorite new Pretty Reckless album. And it fucking is. It, they nailed it. They fucking nailed this album. Oh my God. And I got it on vinyl and I, and I talked about it for months. I talked about how I got, you know, the record on vinyl. I talked about how it's the Blue Jay version of it. Let me pull it out. By the way, when I got back home, I got back to Florida and I'd gone over to my relative's house and I'd picked up my, you know, my packages and stuff like that. My mail. Like, um, I'd picked up the vinyl. I picked up my record and I had opened it up and I not even opened it up. I'd, I'd opened it from its like package from its like, uh, from its mailing case, which vinyl, if you're dealing with a good real, uh, retailer, they're usually going to ship it out via a pretty good, like, pretty good package like a very specific package for vinyl right and they in fearless records of the distributor of the vinyl they shipped it out via a really really dope protective sleeve as soon as i opened up the record i dropped the record i i opened it up from its protective sleeve and i fucking dropped it i dropped the entire fucking record like on its side and then i like Looked and I had to like fucking in inspect it and make sure that none of the records got damaged. And when I opened it up, I fucking almost dropped one of the actual records out of that was out of its sleeve onto the ground. I shit you not, I almost had a heart attack. My heart fucking stopped. Thankfully, I did not. Thankfully, um, the records are still in one piece, they're still fantastic. I love the color. It's like this deep, dark blue, but it also has a lot of color. It's like my favorite color of blue. Like, I, I shit you not, I was wearing, like, ironically enough, like, all of my favorite clothes, all of my favorite clothes that are blue are this exact same color. And I thought that it was going to be way darker because on their site it was way darker. But, I mean, no. Like, this is, this is awesome. They fucking killed it on this color with the vinyl. I was like, I was kind of thinking, to be honest with you, because this, this is, oh no, it's pretty reminiscent. I'm on their website right now. But it's like, this is awesome. Death by Rock and Roll is my new favorite Pretty Reckless album. From the Pretty Reckless, obviously. They fucking killed it. Like, literally, all I want to do with this record is just keep on spinning it. Just keep on fucking listening to it. Oh my god. Because it's like the first couple of songs on it. Like Death by Rock and Roll. Like the song that I play for you at the beginning. It opens it up. And then it also has Only Love Can Save Me Now. And it and it has like a bunch of different like like songs on it. And So It Went. And 25. The songs that you've, prob that, that you've heard. If you've heard parts of this album. 
And then it just fucking goes to like other tracks as well. And then it's like, what's, what's that song? All Witches Burn. Oh my God. Bars. Bars. Hey, Tay. Had some bars. I, I have, I refer to Taylor Swift as T-Swizzle. I'm going to refer to Taylor Mossman as what everybody refers to Taylor Swift as Tay-Tay. Because her last name isn't Swift. So I would, so it's like, Taylor Mossman fucking killed him, man. Oh my God. Absolutely murdered the tracks, man. And it's like, I don't know how the Pretty Reckless creates such, like, such good rock and roll music. I'm not really that big of a rock and roll fan myself. But it's like, you know, ever since I listened to Going Hell, going to Hell, I was, I was hooked. Absolutely hooked. I was like, I can't believe this is actually something that people make. Let me play you a little bit. This is one of my fucking favorite songs ever on this album, man. Let me play you a little bit of this. Let me turn it up. Yes, we're going to appreciate the Pretty Reckless for like a couple of minutes, and then we're going to talk about video games, and then we're going to peace out. All right. Welcome back to the days of old, where the men are men and the women are souls. Unwilling sacrifice, I'll fuck you for a price. They kill them young, so they never get And that's the chorus of a song. And it's like, it's just, you know, one of my favorite songs from Metallica is Fade to Black. The other one is Call of the Cthulhu or Call of Cthulhu. I'm not a big Metallica fan, but good God, do I love those songs. And it's just like with those two songs, it's just leading up to sub to something like big at the end. And it always fucking pays off with those two songs specifically. And it's like, you know, a lot of this album is just like genuine, actual fucking lead up. You know how like some songs, they have these like really, really quick, like 20, maybe 15 second lead ups to the chorus. That was a full like minute of just like her and the band setting it up. Let me turn it down if it's a little bit too loud. I don't think it is. I think we're fine, but just in case. But it's just like her fucking leading it up for a solid minute. And then she goes and then she sings the chorus and the chorus is awesome. And then she retreats back and and, 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 then, and then she builds another verse and then she like awesome, awesome, awesome job. Big shout out Tay uh, Tay, Taylor Moffat. I literally can't wait another. I can't wait 
for their next album, which is probably going to be released in like another four years. That's around the timing of the majority of their albums, I would say three to four years. Like, I think that was similar with um, Going to Hell. It was like three, maybe four years after their first album. And then Going to Hell, it went like, I think another three years to get to who you're selling for. And then it went another, and then that took like four years from 2000, I believe, 16, 17, to get to here. When was it? Who are you selling for? Down, down, down we go. Let me see it. years ago never mind goodness gracious i thought it came out in 2016 or 17 it came out in 2016 i believe my bad so yeah it, like pretty long hiatus from their last album to this album but oh my god is this album fantastic and again it's like it's it's how i felt about a lot of my favorite records it's like you know i want to just constantly replay them over and over and over and over and over again And my favorite thing, and I know we've been nerding about, nerding out about, like, Mossman and The Pretty Reckless for, like, about 20-something minutes. They're a fucking dope band. I, like, if you're not a fan of The Pretty Reckless by now, like, if you're not going to listen to some parts of their discography, I recommend Death by Rock and Roll first, Going to Hell second, Who You're Selling for third. I recommend them. Strong recommendation if you're in a rock. But... <clears throat> Um, uh, with the pretty reckless, like my first, I, I forgot my first actual encounter of the band. It may have been, it, it probably wasn't Kickass because Kickass they played their song. I forgot the song. What's it called? But it goes like that. It goes. What's that song called? It's it plays at the end of this uh, of Kickass. Burn? No, no, no. Burn is on Going to Hell. Let me just type in the Pretty Reckless song at the end of Kickass. I wish I could type faster. <clears throat> you make me want to die. I'll never be good enough. You make me want to die in everything you love. And this is how I thought that it was burn. We'll burn up in the... I can't sing, but you know what I mean. But it's like the first time that I heard Taylor Mossman. She was like one of the only like soulful singers I think that I've ever heard in rock and roll. Maybe not like... Like, like it's hard to explain how she sounds. But she sounds very, very soulful. Like, she kind of sounds like a sister, you know, like a black girl singing, you know? Like, very, very soulful. I was like, all right, go, girl. You go, girl. And that's, like, every single bit of her, like, music, right? That's why I love The Pretty Reckless, where it's like, oh, wait, I, I can relate to this band. I used to listen to soulful music all the time when I was a kid. 
big, big, big shout out to the band Pretty Reckless. I don't have a favorite song on the album because I haven't listened to it like two, maybe three more times. Like I just, I gotta listen to it. But my favorite, it's probably the two in, you know, ending songs. Rock and Roll Heaven, Harley Darling. Oh, Harley Darling, you took my love. I can't, I, I, I can't sing it. I, I don't remember the lyrics to it. Or Witches Burn. Only Love Can Save Me. I love a lot of the songs on the album. I now get why Taylor Mossman, Tay Tay, she was talking about... She was talking about how she's like, I love a lot of the songs on the album because I was watching in preparation for the uh, the album. I was listening to a whole bunch of her interviews and I was so excited for the album. Did not disappoint once again. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe how awesome it is. And she said, like, I love a lot of the songs on the album. And I was like, really? Like, yeah, they're all good. Hopefully I didn't, like, butcher the mixing. Hopefully everything sounds good. I know she fucking, I mean, has the pipes of a lioness, but goodness gracious, I don't know how loud it is. But yeah, the vinyl, the record itself, the blue record, looks dope. It sounds dope. No problems here. Came perfectly packaged. Even though I dropped it twice once on the ground um once i caught it so it's green it's good but overall it's a pretty dope album i love it absolutely love it big shout out to the pretty reckless and their absolute success i haven't heard it, a lot of people talking about it it's kind of disappointing because it is a you know they were like a super popular band seven years ago but i mean it's you know it's it is what it is but is anyone talking about it? I kind of wanted Anthony Fantano in. Because, like, I know he doesn't listen to rock and roll music that much. He kind of, like, critiques rap, right, and hip-hop. He has a great albums of February 2021. Will he put the pretty record? Like, what, what, what? Only- Hi, everyone. Oh, fuck. My bad. I'm actually on his, like, I'm on his channel right now. <clears throat> Does he only... He does only review rap, right? Yeah, it kind of looks like... Oh, like, Haley Williams is like a singer, but... Like, I like I can't fault him. I love Anthony Van Tano. I just, <laughs> I just wanted him to, like, look at it, I guess. I don't know. Because I think he's a pretty smart guy. I, I love music. But yeah, big recommendation. <clears throat> Death by Rock and Roll. How are you going to have a best music of February and not have that album on it? I guess it's all the music that he's looked at. I don't know. But again, it is what it is. Anyways, um, I'll put back the record and then we can actually officially start. Hold on. Let me pull up iTunes on it. Here we go. I'll put it back and then we'll start again. All right. Life is an ending. Um, a little bit of a disclaimer, maybe not a disclaimer, more like a surprise, not really trying to be inappropriate here, not trying to be like super immature, it was just like, oh, okay, um, you know, uh, 
maybe it's me. Maybe I don't. Maybe I'm very, very dense. But um, Taylor Mossman is naked on the uh, on the album, and I'm and I'm perfectly fine with it. It's her body; she can do whatever she wants to do. I've kept it closed, but um, some people who are familiar with the album, they're like, "Duh, she's she's naked on a tombstone on the front cover." To those people, I say, "You didn't get the vinyl. Once you open up the record, um, she's fully nude." Like. Her boobs are out. I'm closing it right now. And if you've ever listened to the podcast, you know how, like, you know, ridiculous I can be. It's like, I'm, you know, I, I, it's closed. Not opening it. I haven't, like, I have, I love the front cover album so much. I love it. I love the album. Congratulations to the Pretty Re- Reckless, excuse me. I got to put this away. It's distracting me too much. I love this album. Waiting in the cold. I can feel the power. I'm turning gold. I just love the front cover of that record more than I do, like, the inside. It, I mean, she just looks beautiful in it. It's like a beautiful, it's a beautiful, like, piece of art, you know? It's not necessarily, like, nudity. She is nude. She's 1,000% very naked. But it's not, like, nudity in, in in the sense of, like, it's hard to describe. It's not, like, nudity. It's like when, when those painters painted women, and it's not meant to be sexual. It's meant to be, like, artistic. That's kind of how it is. That's, like... That's how I feel about her on, like, the inside cover and on the front cover, where it's just like, oh, this is just, you know, nudity. Artistically, right? She's, like, naked, and she's, like, cold and shivering on the tombstone. You know? Awesome job. This is another great one. Rock and roll heaven. Freedom found me when I first heard the Beatles sing. We're gonna like do exactly what we did with um, I forgot which song I played where we like listened to it for a minute and I talked about setting it up. We'll do that again uh, because this is actually a pretty good song and then we'll continue for Jimmy Jennison Morrison a garden full of sound I sold my car for an old guitar and set up Mama cried as she waved goodbye, praying for my soul. And rocking heaven, the great gig in the sky. Gotta make it to 27 before I die. And rocking heaven, couldn't get Pretty reckless, walking will have it. How awesome was that? Oh, man. 
that was easy. I was like, I'm going to do 30 minutes and then I'll peace out. I did not realize how short 30 minutes was or is. Let me take off my glasses. Do I really want to? That was awesome. That like 30 minutes of me talking about. Let me put it to you like this. Do you want me to like, that was so much fun. Do you want me to like talk about video games for like the next hour or do you, oh my God, you know what I'll do? I was like, I don't want to like pivot and just start talking about video games. Excuse me. When we just had like an awesome, like 30 minutes of just talking about the pretty reckless Am I about to end the podcast? Yeah. I'll end the podcast. I'll be back on Monday. I'll feel like much, 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 much better. I kid you not. Like that 30 minutes was super easy and I feel like a little bit better. But as soon as I stopped playing the Pretty Reckless, it's like, oh my God, my migraine came back. Nah, I'm a man of my word. I'll stay with my word up. Oh man, I was like, am I about to end the podcast? It's like, no. Still have not talked about cyberpunk 2077 even though i don't really want to but i feel like i have to address the elephant in the room i haven't really like you know like these last couple of months have been really really difficult for me when it comes to video games because it's kind of like i just lost my passion for it like after that game came out it was just so terrible like it like i remember i i loved what CD Projekt was trying to do with the game, like narrative-wise, story-wise, just so many different aspects of that game were just unfinished. And it was obvious that they were unfinished. For example, the um, the uh, the girl from, from Militech that you meet, like she just becomes a booty call that you never like hear from ever again. And it's like, and it's like literally their, their relationships it's so weird. Like the, the relationships that they were talking about, they, I remember they were talking about how like you could have like multiple different interactions with people. Like they cut so much shit from that game and it was so obvious. Hold on. Let me unplug my computer. Sorry about that. They cut so much shit from Cyberpunk. It's super obvious. They cut, like, wall running. Like, if you remember that, they had that in the game as well. Hold on. Let me move my charger. They cut, like, basic stuff like wall running, for example. And they didn't add in car customization because they didn't think that you would, like, need car customization. And it's just like, wait, what? Like, you guys didn't, like, and apparently... And there's so much, like, stuff that's happened about Cyber... Happened with Cyberpunk 2077 in, like, the last couple of months. Like, the source code for Gwent in Cyberpunk and The Witcher 3 were stolen from CD Projekt Red servers. The developer of Cyberpunk. There's litigation against CD Projekt Red. Their stock, I think, has fallen. I mean, it's just, like, a really, really bad... I mean, Sony took it off of their PlayStation Store... Which I don't think has ever been done in, in my entire life. Like, Anthem was a broken piece of shit. And even that game didn't get taken off of the servers of Sony. So, I mean, like, CD Projekt Red and Cyberpunk are just in, a, like, a really, really terrible spot. And I kind of hate to add on to that. But, I mean, I held off for, like, two 
two months. And it's like, it didn't get better. It got worse. And I was so excited. And I was talking about how this is going to be one of the greatest games of all time. Wow, did I whiff on that. I talked about how fun this game was going to be and all that good stuff. And man, just like so many just whiffs. I looked at all of the gameplay leaked and unleaked gameplay. I was so sure on this one. This is like my biggest flop ever. Oh my God. It's like, it was like literally like believing that gravity is a thing and then somebody like flipped a switch and then realized like and then you realize like you're in a simulation or something like that and like gravity there is no such thing as gravity and you're in like the matrix or whatever and you took whatever pill gives you the ability to get out of the matrix like that's kind of how fucked my mind was holy shit so oh my god I mean, it's just unfinished. Like, there was a time where I think I got like 30 plus hours into the game. And at that 30 plus hour range, I kind of had decided to myself, I'm like, it's busted. This is like after the, this is like the 10th time that the game had crashed on me. And I was just like not enjoying the majority. I wasn't enjoying the grind, you know. I wasn't enjoying the gameplay elements of it. I'd kind of gotten to a point where it's like I could destroy everybody with with whatever I had. The narrative was interesting to me. <clears throat> but um, the cars, they suck. The, the driving is terrible. The game fucking crashes. There's so much popping and just shit that comes into that game. That it's just like, it's just unbearable. Do I have the game pulled up? You know what? You know what? I don't think I have it in my PS5. Let me pull it up. Just for like experiment purposes. Let's just see how fucking broken this game is. By the way, something that I'm super pissed off about that it's like, I don't know why Cyberpunk and CD Projekt Red did this. They gave you a free month of HBO Max at the end of December of last year, which it's like, I don't know if people redeemed it or not, but it's like, but instead of giving you the virtual soundtrack that they had constantly advertised, which I'd wanted a physical, I didn't even get that. It's like, oh my God, man. It's just, it's just so frustrating. I would have preferred the soundtrack. Because I actually like a lot of the songs on the soundtrack. But I would have preferred the soundtrack over the fucking month of free HBO Max. Like, oh my god, so many whiffs, man. So many bad decisions that were made. Oh, sorry about that. I have to, like, insert the disc into my ps5 jesus christ but yeah like when i tell you like this game like literally stole my passion for gaming like i've played my ps5 like on and off i've played games on my ps5 like on and off it's just like holy shit is this game infuriating to play
and then it, I just got the uh, the patch. How big is the patch? I've downloaded way too much shit. I'm not like I could give a fuck how much the patch is. Like I know I'm being super super harsh on the game, but it's like fuck, man. This game is broken, and you charged me like sixty dollars. I wouldn't give like EA a pass on this type of shit. I'm not gonna give you a pass on it just because you know I like your games. Or I liked um, Cyberpunk and you guys were like an awesome fucking developer for like a good five to six years. Yeah, I mean, it's like a 17 gigabyte fucking download. I'm not going to wait. But it's like, I loved a lot of the uh, the different aspects. I loved the story, man. I love parts of the gameplay as well. I love the branching narrative paths. But it's like, it got to such a point, and also, like, why did, like, I was surprised at how bad some of the side quest missions were, where there was just, like, so much different shit within this game that I'm just like, dude, like, this is too much. This is way too much shit that is so unnecessary for the game that I'm just like, it, it literally ruins the experience because I feel like I'm doing the exact same shit, like, like, there are so many, like, side quest missions within this video game. Like, side activities within this video game that you can just, like, randomly come across. That's just, like, dude, like, like, like there's just no need for it, you know? It's like, yeah, we, we get it. There's, there's a bunch of side stuff in it. Holy fuck, my character is so awesome. I just got back into the game and I'm like, wait, my character is, like, a level 28... They have, like, 428 health. Like, I'm pretty sure, like... Like, like I'm playing it on, like, the second hardest difficulty in the game, and I'm like, there's nothing for me here. Like, there's, there's no barrier for me to, like, beat the game except for just, like, busy work. And that's literally it. But beyond, like, that sad busy work, they're, like... Ugh, man. Like, I had just completed the um, the Johnny Silverhand side quest missions. And I'd gotten, like, his Porsche and all of his new armor and stuff like that. And then it's just like, oh, man. just There's just nothing left, man. Maybe not what, nothing left, but it's like, I just don't have any intrigue to play it. And I thought that it was going to be way more personal. I thought that they were going to kind of learn their lesson from, uh, from like, The Witcher 3 in the sense of, like, I felt like with Geralt, there probably should have been, like, a little bit more when it came to his, um, when it came to, like, some of, like, when it came to, what's the word I'm looking for? When it came to, like, the places that he could live, like, you could only get the, um, uh, Casa Corvo or something like that, whatever it's called in the, in Tucson. And everybody had been like, well, we want to customize the house. We want to make the house our own and stuff like that. They just kind of give you a bunch of different locations that you can stay at. And that's kind of it. Like you can't, like, I thought that you could buy property and stuff like that. And it was kind of teased that you could, but no, you can't, you can just like, like, like you can only get, like, you can only like fucking like, you know, like fucking, um, like have bases and stuff like that. And it's like, what? And then it's just like, like, I, I loved their fast travel system in like the Witcher three, 
literally makes no sense here where it's like you have to run to a location to get to a fast travel point when it's like dude like the map is a lot smaller i shouldn't have to be able to be like yeah i'm gonna fast travel to these to these specific locations also the whole like like it, it really sucks because it's like some of their ideas when it came to like other games just fell flat on their face like the whole like concept with your character being like this very very neutral player in this environment it kind of like wears itself thin in the sense of like Geralt can like toe that line really really well and there's there's like actual consequences to him being a witcher among like you know among like other obvious things like people just being freaked out by him but in like it's in this game it's like you're not a witcher you're not like a prominent figure you're a fixer right and it's like everybody knows that fixer and, and things of that nature but you take sides you take like alliances and um <clears throat> uh, sorry about that but it's like you form like alliances you cross certain gangs you interact with certain gangs it's like like there is no like there is no us versus them there not us versus them excuse me there is no middle ground like there's sometimes uh the um the gang the the um what is it? The nomads, the the rogue nomads, I forgot what they're called, that roam the desert. You murder like a bunch of them with Pan Am and they're like, oh, well, you know, we, we kind of for, we forgive you, you know, when you're racing around in a in in, in Night City. It's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. At least it doesn't me. It doesn't to me, I guess. But it's like, I, I, I just I just don't know. I just don't know. And it's like some of the characters are actually cool, like Pan Am, Judy. They're, they're side characters as well. The characters that kind of work along them as well, they're all pretty damn cool as well. I also hate how, like, the game's, like, good ending is you leaving Night City as well. It's like, why the fuck would I want to leave Night City? Like, this is my home. I don't, like, I don't get it. I fucking spent all that time just, like, fucking you know, working up all that, not working up, but like fucking spending all that time, like just, you know, making shit happen. And then it's like, boom, it's like nothing else happens. I fucking leave. I've, I, I haven't beaten the game yet, but I've spoiled the game. I know exactly what's going to happen. But then it's like, also, can I say this? I got to the end. I'm, I'm a male V. I got to the end of Pan Am, right? Pan Am's whole like love story and stuff like that. I just have a question for CD Projekt Red. Why can't we, like, take our love interests and fight alongside them or have them fight alongside us like we're in Skyrim, you know? That's just, like, my pet peeve. It's just, like, another opportunity missed, you know? It's, like, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever, to me at least. Also, I would have loved, I would have loved it if the Ripper docks, if they're, like, surgeries were more cinematic you know and then on top of like something that i'm i'm playing the game right now and it's like literally i just keep fucking getting spammed text messages and usually it's like i would answer them and stuff like that hold on <clears throat> it's like literally i just keep on getting spam messages and it's like when i 
remember like playing this game, I would just fucking I would I would answer them and it wouldn't seem like a big deal. But like now that I have the it's like now that I haven't played this game in like almost a month and literally I'm playing it right now and it's like I literally got a text message from like Judy and then some girl named Nancy who I completely forgot who that is. And then it's like, I just keep getting fucking spammed. It's like, what the fuck is going on here? Can I, like, put this shit on mute? Holy shit. Oh, my God. Like, I literally need to replay the entirety of The Witcher 3 all over again. Like, I I kid you not. Like, I was, I was like, strongly considering it. I was like, man, I gotta fucking replay the entirety of, like, my favorite game ever. Just to like scrape just the degradation of this game off my body. That's how I feel about this game, man. It's just so disappointing. Because I see what they're trying to do. That's the thing that's, that's just like so damn frustrating. Is that the skeleton of like the game is fucking here. And I think I said that like last month when I stopped playing it officially as well. This is my first time. I show you not. Like I haven't updated it. I haven't done anything with the game. Like, the thing that fucking sucks, I see what they're trying to do with the fucking game. I see it. I love it. But it's just not anywhere close to being done. And it's like that whole aspect of, it's a small aspect when you think about it. It's like, oh yeah, the game just isn't done. But the the skeleton is there. But it's like, no, motherfucker. It not being done is like the huge reason why I don't like it. Oh my god, it's just so frustrating to play. Because it's like, literally, if I were to keep on playing it, three hours later, boom, crash. And it's just like, it's just so boring. It not It is boring in some instances. It's just like, oh man. And, it, and again, it sucks because you see like, this was CD Projekt Red's destiny, right? This was their like, big budget video game. They had, like, professional artists come in and record for this video game. They had fucking Keanu Reeves in this video game as well. And it's like, holy shit, man. And then it's like I saw all of the issues that happened with this game post-launch and post, like, game-breaking fucking patches, right? I saw that, like, the game can't be modded if you, like, if you update the patch, if you get the patch on PC to, to, for it to be modded, you can, you, like, your PC then becomes susceptible to like data attacks it's like what the fuck man like i don't oh man like i don't know if i'll ever finish this video game i like it's just so depressing to see like all this good work just be just be thrown down the fucking shitter because there is good work in there there is like good quest design and good and good storytelling and some really really interesting side quest missions and things of that nature there's parts of this game that i'm like oh man i want to play this game once again but then it's just like just like having that honest to god deal with the like with the terribleness of this game man it's just like i just don't want to deal with this game ever again like i think my conclusion when i like just said fuck it i'm out I don't even, like, I don't even want to literally download the update file. I literally just want to peace out. But it's, like, literally when I decided to say, fuck it, I'm out, was when, was when essentially, like, um, was when it had crashed for, like, a t- for, like, one of the final times, and I was in this, like, dead zone. Maybe not dead zone, but I was, like, in this dead, 
kind of like low momentum part of the game where I was just like doing a whole bunch of fucking side quest missions. And it's just like, I remember a similar time. First and foremost, the story is way too short. They, they shouldn't have listened to people when it came to the story being way too short because they just like try to shove all of that shit that was in the Witcher, like down your fucking throat. Within like 20 to 30 hours, they're like, hey, we're going to have the majority of the game be side quest missions. And it's like, what? Like, I get what they're trying to do, but it, but it's like, dude, like, it, like it shouldn't be that, that you're holding me here for like over 100 plus hours of just additional content. That's so overwhelming. And it's like, there's so many just like, what is it? What are, what are these missions? There's so many like, like undiscovered things there's so many like um vehicles that you can purchase there's fights that you can get into it's like why would i want to do this why i don't want to do this i never want to do this and in, uh, like i i hated doing this type of stuff in the witcher if it didn't honest to god like benefit me it's like why would i want to do this in cyberpunk why why i wish you could just be like no to all of this dumb shit. Give me my side quest missions. It's like, why on God's green earth would I want to do an assault in progress when I'm driving past it? It's like, no, that's dumb. I don't get it. Ugh, man. Way too many missions. Way too many missions. Way too many side jobs, too. Like, again, like, you had a similar amount in The Witcher 3, or maybe not a similar, goodness. I don't know if it was just organized better or what, but it's just, like, it's just too fucking much. Especially because it's, like, I could, why, like, I could care less about the cars. I could care less about purchasing cars. There, there should have been, the easiest way that you could have solved this, this whole clutter with the rides in the cars, just have a car dealership. Like, GTA did a fantastic job of doing that. It's just like, oh, yeah, like, we have a car dealership. You can call us up, and you can buy whatever you want. And it's just like, why can't we do that? The cars, they don't have any guns or weapons on them, which I thought they were, but they don't. So it's like, oh, wait, we can just purchase a car. Oh, my God. What's my playtime on this? It's got to be somewhere close to like, uh, like 50 hours or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it's like 43. Oh my God, dude. Just so frustrating. Especially because I, I do consider the, like everybody considers The Witcher 3 to be like one of the best games of all time. And then it's just like, we get this. Like seven Eight years of waiting. The, the first trailer, I think, was released in, like, 2013. And it's just like, what? This is what we fucking get? Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, Jesus Christ. Again, I, I, I get it. I see it all. I get, I get what they're trying to do. I... I, I love parts of it, but I mean, like I'm driving around in, in, in this, in this like souped up Bugatti 
And it's like, I can't take turns. I can't drift. I thought you could. Your car spins out of control. You can't go fast without losing complete control over your car. And it's just like, oh, man. Oh, man. I just, oh, my God, dude. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. So that's me kind of like bitching about cyberpunk. Everybody has. Everybody has. I just, I needed to get it off my chest for my own benefit. I'm like, man, that's just terrible. I, I kid you not, I may actually play The Witcher 3 again. I remember, like, playing it in the summer of 2019, I think. Like, before I had actually started my podcast. And I shit you not, I, I wasn't expecting to play that game again for, like, years. Which, technically, that's true. I haven't... I haven't picked up The Witcher 3 in, like, two years. And granted, I've put in, like, 700 hours into the video game. Proud of it, by the way. Um... But it's like with that video game, like, I may have to fucking go back and play it again. Just because it's like, I thought I wasn't going to play it. That was 2019. I hadn't played that game in like three years. I think I played it and like beat it in like 2016. And then I continuously played it until in, in like 2017, which is when I racked up like a bunch of hours. But it's like, I don't know, man. There's hundreds of hours of additional content in that game, but it's just like, it just, it, it just doesn't come across as like as annoying as it did in Cyberpunk for some weird reason. I don't know. So then I kind of like started to look at games that I wanted to play, you know, on my PS5 because you know once again I got one uh, over Christmas break or over Christmas, excuse me. And I was like, there's some games. There's some ga good games. Not a lot of open world stuff. I'm an open world fiend. I love open world video games. And there really isn't that many. Um, I'm not like... I'm not like that big of a fan of God of War's open world system in the sense of like the exploration is a lot more grounded. It's not like you're, you know, you're riding in a boat and walking around and stuff like that. But, um... You know, that game's coming out this year, or at least it's projected to come out. Ratchet and Clank is coming out as well. I don't think either one of those games has a release date. Ratchet and Clank got pushed back. I don't know I don't know where or when it's supposed to be released. Those two games got pushed back. I don't know. We'll see about some of the games that are gonna be released in the next several months. I can't wait for God of War Ragnarok. If you're a God of War fan, you know why. I want to fucking steal Mjolnir and use it against Thor. You know, like, that's that's the reason why I want to play God of War Ragnarok. Because it's like the whole concept of you being Kratos and you fucking destroying Thor with Mjolnir. Because if you, like, one of the staples of the game, uh, the games, the God of War games, is that you steal, or not steal, but, like, you get some type of godly power. You get some type of weapon or something like that that's from a god. 
and you use it against the gods or in the earlier game or games, you use it, them in service of the gods because Kratos was like in service. He was like a warrior for the gods for like, I think a decade, right? I'm not sure. And this is in game time. This isn't like, you know, in real life, but for like in, in the end, uh, in, in game for like two games, he was like a service, uh, a servant to the gods. And then he started to rebel and kill them. So I'm, I kind of like, like when everybody saw Thor, including myself, the first thought was, oh, we're going to steal it and we're going to kill him. Another th thought is like Odin as well. Cause he hasn't been, you know, um, in the games as well. And one of the things that I loved was the Bifrost in that game. I was like thinking to myself, I was like, not thinking, but um, Angry Joe, he did a review on it. And he was like, oh man, like I, I would hate if, if the only thing about the Bifrost, it took you to all 12 realms, right? There's 12 realms, I believe. But it didn't. It only took you to like the Dark Elves world. Was it? No, it was the Elves world. I don't know if the, it was the Dark Elves world. It was Midgard, the Lava Planet, the Dark Elves level where the dark elves were killing all the light elves um the giant's realm at the end of the game maybe that's it maybe i'm probably forgetting like oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. um the uh the, the death realm as well it also took you to there there's like elysium there's asgard i can't fucking wait i can't wait to like travel to some of the other places and the other realms as well and then like figure out some of the lore and some of the things that were set up with the first game because there's like the dark elves running away from the light elves it's like well why is that happening why did the light elves or not no it's the other way around the light elves running away from the dark elves because the dark elves murdered all the light elves and it's like why exactly did that happen i'm kind of interested in that but yeah I, I mean like they set up a lot of awesome shit in that game is there any information about it there isn't a release date, so I'm thinking it's going to be released, like, second half of this year. <clears throat> As I turn off my caps lock. God of War. Ragnarok. Hold on. There's like some articles on it. And again, it's supposed to be released like this year. I am starting to highly doubt that it will be, but we'll see. Apparently there's like this big PlayStation executive. His name is Herman Holst who had a quote about how like, about like this is his, this is his, like, he, he's like, he, like, the quote is, I can't wait for people to see what Santa Monica has been working on. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah, apparently it's still on schedule for this year. Which I'm like, if it was like it's 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 March now. It it really should be close to, you know, getting some confirmation, something. We should be getting some gameplay right now. But I can't fucking wait. I want to I want to kill Thor and take his hammer. 
Oh my god, would that be awesome. But yeah. Ragnarok is coming. Can't wait to kill Thor. What about that snake? Is the snake going to be involved? Will you use the snake and like murder people or more murder Thor with it? Or will the snake and Thor get murdered together? I don't I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. But yeah, I was going to like I think that's just yeah, that's that's the podcast. Again, I'm <laughs> I'm very I'm very tired. I will say this, like doing the podcast actually made me feel way better. I thought I I, I thought I was going to feel way worse like at the start because I was like, man, my headache is not getting better. It's getting actually worse. Then it's like I started to do the podcast and then it's like, "Oh wait, um I feel much better now." Yeah, so it's Sunday today. I'm not coming back today. I'm going to come back tomorrow on Monday and um, and do a podcast about sports and stuff like that. I wanted to watch like live cast a, um, a basketball game, but I think what I'm going to start doing is I'm like, I don't know how much like basketball has so many games. I'll, I'll probably start live casting a little bit more. Um, so that way, when we get to the playoffs, we're ready. But um, we'll see. We'll see. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been 24's Podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. If you like this podcast, you can say, I don't even want a promo. Oh my god, I'm so tired. I'll see you tomorrow, Monday, for more. Till then, links in bio, 24's Podcast. Pretty Reckless killed it. Listen to Death by Rock and Roll, Going to Hell, Who You're Selling For. Awesome band. Shout out, shout out, shout out. Rock and roll.